This is Toronto, and by now you should be familiar with Lynn Slotkin. She's a theater critic, publisher of the Slotkin Letter, and currently reviews plays for CIUT, where she's known as the passionate playgoer. Nobody loves the stage more than her. She lives and breathes theater. Here's part two of our conversation. Despite the influence of uh, social networks and online media, yeah. you've uh, purposely chosen not to put the Slotkin Letter online. Uh, what led you to that decision? Um, I, I'm not putting the Slotkin Letter online because a, uh, a lot of my subscribers don't have uh, computers. <laughs> Believe it or not, they don't have computers. And um, people have said, put it online, and, and there are ways of getting people to pay for it, etc. I'm, I'm really hesitant be, about that because, as you say, we've got social media, we've got all sorts of stuff on, uh, on the Internet, and I get the feeling that, you know, there's so much junk out there. Everybody has an opinion, whether it's uh, based on uh, uh, background, whether it's based on uh, something that's something to support that back that that opinion or if it's just somebody who's who's uh, mouthing off and wants to uh, be thought of as important and look at look what I think of your play and aren't I a wonderful human being I mean that kind of stuff just pisses me off can I say pisses me off you certainly can pisses me off and you get a lot of posers on the internet you've got a lot of posers who are uh, tweeting theater should not be treated as if it's a little tweet of 140 characters. It, it deserves better. It also deserves better than bloggers who have no background and no idea of what they're talking about, or people who want to be friends of all of the actors that they are reviewing. You can't mix those two. There, there's got to be some kind of a, 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 a comfortable distance where you're not compromised by by what you by, by who you know and who you want to like you and that kind of business. So I've hesitated there. I might change my mind down the line, but I don't think so. I want people to hold that letter in their hand like they would hold a book. Not a Kindle, not one of those fancy schmancy things that you know that you you know flick a flick a finger over the screen. I want them to hold it like a book. And most of the people who subscribe to, the, to that letter keep copies of them for for reference. So uh, it, there's just something wonderful about seeing binders of that letter on my shelf or on somebody else's shelf, and know that it, there's a hard copy and they can flick through it and they can see what I thought at a at a glance. And it, I just feel better the old-fashioned way. If people want to subscribe to the Slotkin letter or they want uh, more information on it, uh, where can they go? They go to my website at um, www.slotkinletter.com, and it will have uh, one uh, sample issue there. It's got all sorts of other things online. It's got a, got an order form. And in a sense, um, I've, I've started to go into the blogging world <laughs> since, since uh, uh, CBC stopped doing reviews. I thought that there has to be a, there's got to be a place for my theater reviews. This is before I went to CIUT. And so I started to blog. And um, the blogging still belongs to the slotkinletter.com. It, it's listed under the passionate playgoer. But also on that, that website is my Slotkin letter information, an order form, uh, uh, places where you, you, you can email me and contact me that way. 
Lynn, before I let you go, yeah. how would you describe Toronto's theater scene? Is there something going on right now that that's really um, creating a strong buzz? Um, I think Toronto's theater scene is exploding. Um, I think there are so many things happening. I mean, I could be going to the theater every single day of the week for weeks. We've just finished the Fringe. I'm almost never here for the Fringe. I always go on vacation. I go on vacation to London to do exactly what I've been doing in Toronto, which is to go to the theater. So this is the first time I, uh, one of the days of the Fringe overlap with my being back. And so the, the kind of shows you can see at the Fringe were uh, astonishing, some wonderful, some not so wonderful, but the choice and the the number of people who want to go to theater is just expanding. Uh, we have a terrific production of Next to Normal, uh, a Broadway musical that is on tour and playing at the Four Seasons Theater for, for the Performing Arts. I thought that was terrific. Um, there's the Railway Children, a wonderful show that I saw uh, last summer in, in London, uh, being given a terrific production. So we have all sorts of independent companies that are forming just to put on theater. So every hole in the wall seems to have a theater company that wants to put on stuff. And, and there's an awful lot to choose from. And the, the thing that I'm looking forward to in August, of course, is, is Summer Works, which is another festival that lasts for 10, 10 days and is exploding with all sorts of quality theater. Uh, you can see it in, you can go to the theater and see Shakespeare in the park, in Hyde Park. You can see Shakespeare uh, all over the city. You can, of course, go to Stratford and, and see stuff there, Shaw and see stuff there. You were asking about Toronto. I think it's exploding with activity uh, like I've never seen in the summer before. And um, in a sense, there's something for everyone. It's really hard for audiences to know what to pick pick and choose from. That's why we've got theater critics, I think, isn't there? Absolutely. Last question. Favorite play of all time? Oh, God. Um, I can't answer the question. <laughs> I, I can tell you one of my five, one of my five, one of the five best shows I've ever seen in my life is something called War Horse, which started in England. It's about, uh, it's based on a, on a kid's book by Michael Morpurgo. And it's about a boy who loves his horse. And the horse, it takes place in the world during World War I, the horse is sold to the cavalry to go and fight in France. And the kid, this boy named Albert, who is about 15, lies about his age and enlists to go and find his horse in France. And the thing that makes this magical is that the there are horses in it there are all sorts of animals in this even though it's a you know it's a play with adults the horses are almost life-size puppets made by the handspring puppet company of south africa these puppets are astonishing and when you look at them and you see this horse in front of your face and how the horse is manipulated you will swear the horse is alive and breathing and that show is coming to Toronto. It will be done um, in February. It will begin in February, and Mervish, Mervish Productions will be producing it. It is one of the five best things I have ever seen in my life. It is magical. It is theater that, that goes right down to your toes, that tells you why it is such an important, life-changing art form. It is spectacular 
moving, emotional, and just so worth telling everybody, forcing forcing them physically to go and see this show. One of the five, be- five best things I've ever seen in my life. And we're going to go and be able to see it here in our, in our own hometown. Well, definitely, definitely something to look forward to. Lynn Slocken, thanks so much for your time. I know you're heading off to Stratford and the Shaw Festival, so enjoy that and all the best. Thanks so much. My pleasure. Lynn Slotkin is a theater critic and publisher of the Slotkin Letter. For more information, please visit www.slotkinletter.com. Slotkin is spelled S-L-O-T-K-I-N. You could also hear Lynn every Friday at 9 a.m. on CIUT 89.5 FM. She's part of the yet-to-be-named CIUT Current Affairs and Culture Show. That's all for this episode of This is Toronto. Questions and comments can be sent by email. The address is thisistorontopodcast at yahoo.ca. You can also post a comment on the website, thisistorontopodcast.blogspot.com. And don't forget about This is Toronto's Facebook fan page. I'm Eric Rosenheck. Thanks for listening.